The Everyman Christmas Special. Oh, you know what time it is. If you're listening to this, that means it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If you're listening to this, Merry Christmas. And hopefully your wallets look a lot better than mine right now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a uh, hearty hearty gift giving season, and um, I'm happy to finally we're we're here. It's Christmas. Um, you know, obviously, uh, if you're listening to this, it is Christmas. But uh, we recorded it a few days early, and we're both getting ready to go do a little bit of Christmas traveling to see some family. And mm-hmm. work is done. We're off for the week, and we're pumped up, right? Yeah, always pumped up, man. I'm ex- always pumped I'm excited. Up. I love Christmas, man. I mean, <laughs> we've been talking about it the last few weeks. Um, you know that uh, how how much of a kind of a sentimental holiday it is, and and all the different different things that you pick up over the years. And you know, I was thinking today how um, you know since we bought a home together, my girlfriend and I, how we've started to develop. You know, it's our second Christmas here in this home, and. You know, you start to add to your Christmas traditions, and every year it just gets. There's a new thing that gets in, the, you know, in the mix, and uh, it's all very, very cool. And I think that's what you know. That's what being an everyman's all about: being open to those yeah, new man. experiences. Yeah, traditions are always key, especially around the holiday season. I know, especially for me, like as I get older and I work more, I start to realize the importance of family and. And why it is I need to take my ass home to go see everyone as opposed to, you know, being uh, siloed here in an office and making good stuff for all the, 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 the people in the world that like to look at sports and football. But um, family is most important. This would be my honestly, this would be my third time and sad to say this, but this would be my third time in 10 years going home visiting uh, family, man. It's crazy. Well, you know, you get to make the most of it. And uh it's good that you're that you're thinking about it like that, right? Because I think Christmas time, everybody's obviously everybody's busy with work, and you know, for you, you obviously it's with with football. I mean, it's even busier time than than mm-hmm. normal, and you get it's easy to get caught up in kind of the oh, I got to run to GameStop and get this, you know, Roblox, and then this Mewtwo action figure, mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and you know, wrapping presents and cooking dinners and all that stuff it just and then you can lose sight really easily of of you know why you're doing all this stuff absolutely absolutely yep it's building this this uh, generation of memories you gotta build the memories man it's all about memories you know it's all about family family memories is the most important thing because i tell you what if you're waking up and you if you woke up like you and i did brother jay and you, you, your feet hit the ground that's 99% of the battle, man. You know what I'm saying? It's 99% of it. So that's an opportunity to to share with those you love so you can start building those memories that can't be taken away, man. So. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yep. And, you know, um, we hope that everybody's having a lovely Christmas morning. Maybe you're uh, listening to this before the kids get up and doing your, your coffee. So we're going to do a little uh, maybe getting those breakfast eggs together. Yeah, breakfast, breakfast French toast. You know what I mean. Throw some, throw some cheddar cheese in those eggs. Well, you got to, you got to cheese the eggs. <laughs> you got to cheese the eggs. Um, so we're gonna do a little something a little bit different here, being that this is the uh, the first ever Everyman Podcast Christmas Special, and we're gonna play um, some Christmas tunes that we like, and uh, then we're gonna just chit chat about them, and uh, hope you guys enjoy with your family. So, first one here is uh, kind of. Uh, Connecting the dots back to last week on the, you know, with our cosmic canoe here, um, 
another August Burns Red track from their Christmas album Sledden Hill, which you can get everywhere. So shout out to those guys. Mm. Um, this is a little Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Here we go. Gotta love a little Rudolph. Well, I imagine if those eggs we were talking about moments ago are getting, you know, fried up on the skillet there. They gotta be frying by now. This is this is probably the song that's going through their head as they're getting nuked. You know what I mean? It's joyful but also powerful. Powerful. Pretty exact when you amp it up, you know what I mean? That's, I, I, I mean, if I was a reindeer and I was leading a sleigh, I would, that's the kind of driving force that I'd want behind me, though. Yeah, I'd probably, you know, have, you know, my reindeer beats on, roll into this track, because, you know, Rudolph definitely has to be listening to this, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, how else is he, I mean, how else is he supposed to get all over the world with that? Uh, I mean, you can't do it on anything pedantic or, you know, just not moving your spirit. That definitely moves you. It moves you and it grooves you. And mm-hmm. uh, something that moves me is obviously, you know, we've been talking a lot about Christmas movies and I'm still keeping strong on my Christmas movie uh, marathon here over, over the course of the month and mm-hmm. watched Christmas Vacation the other day. And I'll tell you what, man, it's a damn good movie. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. You can't go you wrong cannot, with that. You cannot go wrong with that. Not at all. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Shitter's full. Come on. <laughs> morning clark you know i love it come on you gotta love it man you gotta love it gotta love it i don't like i said i don't think they could uh i don't know if that kind of creativity is allowed to occur anymore in the christmas movie genre because now they just want to make these cheap they just throw them out you know hallmark channel or you know some of these direct to streaming whatever's 
I tell you what, even with the 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 the, the cheap production, you still got like these. It, you know, I think I feel like Christmas is starting to become more of a horror fest than anything else. There is like, a lot of Christmas horror movies that are popular, you know, like Krampus stuff, like, and oh yeah, for sure. They just they just dropped this uh, Black Christmas um, horror movie that's uh, that just came out. I don't know who made it, but I saw the uh, commercial and I thought, you know what, they're really pushing it to the limits here. That whole sorority cult type last deal before Christmas. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an easy story to tell. You basically just take the uh, sorority slasher thing and just move it to December. Mm-hmm. You know, you just throw a couple Christmas trees up and you got yourself a Christmas horror film. That's it. And hopefully people will come in masses to, to partake. You know what's a real good um, Christmas horror movie that's it's one of those good ones that's not really good? Um, Bill Goldberg did a movie where he's like, it's called Santa's Slay. Whoa. You know, when did that come out? You know, like Santa's, like S-L-A-Y. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, um, I, I get the you play get it. words. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, it came out, it's like a 2003, and he's basically just like, uh, I know what you're thinking. Yes, he is wearing a cut-off Santa suit. That's awesome. So he's just jacked, guns out. So, so is he a Florida Santa? Because most of the he's, Florida Santas yeah, are... Yeah, he's pretty much a Florida Santa. And... Yeah, and he's all bronzed up. Florida Short Santa. Song. Yeah, and he just kills people in the movie. It's uh, it's a good so, one. You should check it out if you're looking for a little little Christmas Goldberg. Christmas with yeah. Bill Goldberg. You know what I'm thinking about, you know, with Christmas here, Brother Jay? So how is it... You, you know, Santa Claus has to be, like, the, the greatest businessman known, known to known He's to got a world. good business plan, for sure. Well, think about it. You have everyone cut the check so you can go get the gifts and drop them off to all the the christmas hopefuls out there like i mean it's like no no just send it my way i'll take care of it yeah you know what i mean donations cookies milk you know what i mean all i gotta do is you know make sure my workout plan is good so i can slide down the chimney and drop off the well i think there's there's got to be obviously some magic that's uh some christmas magic that's involved there you know, maybe I think uh, like I think the Santa Claus with Tim Allen nails it when you know he's he's big and then he can get small. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, only other magic I know that works for that would be Vaseline. But I mean, who's who's counting, man? Just get them all jellied up and slip Just them through. Grease up the slot, the sides, and <laughs> slide on down. Grease that boy up. S- slather it on yourself. <laughs> well, as you're slathering your breakfast here, or you're, or you're slathering your brunch, maybe. Um, this one, I think it's a little better. We'll, we'll take it down a notch here. This one is one of Daryl's favorites, uh, white Christmas by Dean Martin.
Get much better than that. <laughs> what always gets me at the end of that every time is that just when you think it's stinging out, it brings that. It's classy, man. <laughs> it just gives you a little bit extra. It's that. You know? That's that Christmas mimosa class right there. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, dude. Just sultry. Dean Martin. Sultry I'll tell you vibrato. what. I'll tell you what, man. Legend must have been really slinging it back in the day. Well, I mean, come on. With a name like Dean Martin, I mean, you, you gotta hold the gotta hold the ladies accountable, bro. <laughs> you gotta hold them accountable. And you know they didn't have any social media to worry about. There was no TMZ, no Google. Oh, no way. They just had to basically keep it out of a newspaper that they were a day ahead of. How hard yeah. could that be? No way, no way to be exposed with with, no. you know, with all the stuff we got going on now. You can just look on. Hey, let's Google it. Yeah, there he is. I knew he was. I knew he was, there, there's the guy right there. I knew he was up to something. Yep, that guy right there, slinging it. This guy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Michael Buble in his own way is kind of a Dean Martin of today. Wow, listen to that rhyme. Holy shit. Whoa. Look at Whoa. you. <laughs> well, you dropped him on that one. Yeah, I'm no. dropping bars over here about Michael Buble. Bars. I tell you what, you know who, who else was slinging it? And it somewhat pained me to see yesterday was Tom Brady, bro. God, he was out there slinging it. Him hey, man, Edelman. you still got it. You know, doggone Buffalo just couldn't pull it through, bro. They couldn't do it. Yeah, it's a real shame. I wish the Steelers would have been able to beat the Bills because then they would be having to beat the Jets to secure a playoff spot. But, you know, leaving Coach T, we got the, we got the Jets today. Young Le'Veon in the in the house. Mm-hmm. He's paid. He's happy. Yeah. He didn't really have that great of a year, though, did he? He had a very quiet year. He had a couple. I think he was out maybe two games. But uh, I don't think he broke a 1,000 rushing yards. Yeah. Maybe like four or five touchdowns. Yeah. But, you know, that's what happens when you're the guy that everybody's looking at. Mm-hmm. True. True. Game plan for you. He needs a little bit of that Christmas miracle. Put more in the box. Then you can account for. 
Well, it's like back in the day when Adrian Peterson was just running rampant. They'd put like nine dudes, oh, ten dudes yeah. there. Dude. Still, no run problem. Right through them all, run through them all, and that's the difference, you know. When it doesn't matter what the game plan, you still wreck shit. Like it's like Aaron Donald. You know, two weeks ago, Pro Football Focus, seventy point eight percent getting blocked by multiple people. Still winning like thirty percent of his his snaps. I wonder how many people they have to hire to watch games to compile those stats. I don't know. And like well, how I, they how they establish like if he's if three people are covering him for two, two seconds, people, like yeah, how that what's the cutoff? You know, because isn't like sacks aren't technically sacks like not an official stat and that. The coaches kind of assign those to players, like in after the when they watch the film, they're like, "Oh yeah, you got a half a sack," or is that just some yeah, myth? Well, I, I think it all I think it all goes under review, like if it's full versus half. And I think you're right. After the fact, they kind of like tally all of that up. Well, I wasn't a full sack; that was like half because so and so was hanging off of his ankle. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's after the fact because I think last year, like Aaron Donald had like. 21 and a half sacks like if we're just going by like the game time but then at the end of the year it was like dropped down to like 20.5 once they mm-hmm. had all the experts go in and yeah once, check the t- once mel kuyper and his hairspray get a chance to look at uh oh, yeah. at, at the footage yeah Spider-Man. i'm telling you man one day when i have the time i'm gonna audit mel kuyper really i'm gonna audit his his uh what where he says guys are gonna go where they go and where they ended yeah. up going. I'd like to see a 20-year chart right. of his predictions, his wild, baseless speculation, mm-hmm. and where they landed. I bet yeah. you he's about as ac- He's. I bet you he's less accurate than... Miss Cleo. Than a coin flip. Without question. Dude, I'd take Miss Cleo's draft. You know what I mean? <laughs> because nobody holds this guy accountable. He can just say yeah. whatever he wants, and nobody ever goes back with like, hey, remember that time? You know? <laughs> Yeah, Robert Gallery, surefire. Well, you know, whenever whenever he does get them wrong, it's like, oh well. I mean, you know, it's not perfect. It's not rocket science. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just Mel Kiper. Yeah, it's like he he spends a year building up to his expertise, and then half a year distancing himself from his own expertise. That's the that's the beauty. It's all about that and deflection. Yeah, you know. But so and so said from you know. Oh well, I thought we were talking about you though, man. And then he goes into hiding. You don't see him until the springtime. So it's like, oh, well, I haven't seen this guy in a while. But yeah, yeah that's my that's my beef with Mel Kuyper. You know, that's a Christmas beef for you there. Christmas and, uh, you know, I had some Christmas beef last night, dude. We had a nice little ugly Christmas sweater party with the uh, with the Extractus gang. and like it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful family. Uh, everybody's there, you know. Everybody's what getting older. What did you on your uh, ugly sweater? Did you? What, was, what, what did yours look I, like? I was wearing my NWO... Um, for life, my NWO Wolfpack, ugly Christmas sweater. Um, you know, shout shout out Hulk Hogan, X Pac, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and the boys. You know what I mean? I just gotta hold it down on Christmas any way I can. I like it. I can dig it. Any any chance I get to to slip a little wrestling T shirt? Oh yeah. Or anything in there? For sure. Dude, I've got I've got uh, drives my girlfriend nuts. I've got well over a hundred. Just wrestling t-shirts. Really? It's bad. And I won't get rid of them because I'm like, oh, someday this will be cool to have later. Well, I'll tell you what. I probably have that much and more in terms of anime t-shirts. I even have some that are actually silk from Japan, um, probably made by some former daimyo somewhere. Um, but i tell you what. I can't even fit those anymore, but you should see me try, man. 
I hope they've got a lot of flames on them and they button up in the middle. Are they like the Most, button up bowling shirts oh, with like oh yeah with yeah, like samurai? Oh, I'm talking golden dragons. Um, yeah, uh, just we should go get a couple of kimonos, bro. I know we a spot, should, man. I know a spot we, we could go. Philadelphia Mills Mall, man. We can go over there and mm-hmm. uh, we can get a couple of kimonos matching. Yeah, I'm all about it, man. I'm I think, all about I it. I think that would be a good way to podcast. I mean, there's nothing like getting some kimonos, especially if me and you get some and we just find some for the real estate of our bodies to just drape on. We're going to need a big one and a oh, round gonna one. Oh, we're going to need some tarp over here, bro. Yeah, they're going to... They're going to have to make some inroads. They're going to have to build it build it around you like a scaffolding type oh, deal. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, I think, time. I think that'd be good. We get some, we get like a matching silk, you know, every man with a tiger on the back. You yeah. know what I mean? We should film them making mine like time lapse style so we can just check the process. It's like when they show them folding up those big uh, flags that they bring out in front of, on, you know, on the 50 yard line. They show like yeah. the time lapse of them folding those things up. Yeah. That's you. That's that's what it'll be. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful art form. I'm glad you've got some some good. Uh, I mean that that's pretty sick to think about. You got all these sweet, you know, anime tiger print, blue flame, red flame. Oh, bro, dragons. Hopefully Goku something with dragons, Goku. Blue dragons. Oh, the ones with Goku are the, are the best ones, and also the ones that have like, you know, minimal wording. Like I got, I got a shirt with One Punch Man, and he just says, "Okay, you don't need any more than that. You know what the deal is. It's One Punch Man. One punch and it's done. One punch and it's done. That's uh, I think you should start wearing that stuff more, man. I think you should just kind of maybe 2020 is the year of the dragon for you. Yeah, I got, I got to get some like 5XT ones though, because you know I've been in the gym. I'm starting to widen out bulging out up top here getting those triangular features in check you know get those so, get some of those morpheus glasses the, the guns i gotta get them around the guns man get get uh get some of those morpheus glasses too mm-hmm. and then you wear that and you just walk around with a samurai sword nobody's gonna say anything to you for sure start asking them if they want the red or the blue yeah which, which way are we going with this yeah <laughs> what are we gonna do <laughs> Did you see that they There's were like, no the, apparently, uh, you know, for our Matrix 4 minute here on Christmas, apparently they're recasting Morpheus for Matrix 4. It's going to be a younger guy, and oh. it's the guy from, uh, that played Black Manta. Black, and, Black, Black Manta? Or Black, what, yeah, what's Black Manta? Oh, in the, um, Aquaman. Yeah, what the hell? That's his name, right? Black Manta? Is it? It is Black Manta, right? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, somebody will correct us. Hold up. Google, what do you say? Black Manta. Black Black Manta. Yep, it is correct. Booyaka. Six one nine. Dropping it. Yeah, there you go. Dropping it. But yeah, that guy's gonna be uh, new Morpheus. That guy? He mm. can't be. Yeah, I mean, throw those glasses on. Anybody can be. Mm, yeah. Maybe they're gonna do some sort of like uh, computer program. You know, he's new. He's young. He's not yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Just CGM up. I mean, they got everybody else back, but uh, I guess Larry's too busy. Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Princess Leia, I've been hearing some mixed reviews on Star Wars. I'm, I'm going to go see it, but I'm definitely not in a rush. I'm probably probably not going to make any adjustments to my schedule you know to what? go see it. That's crazy. You're right. I haven't heard anything about it. Normally, it'd be like blowing up the airwaves if it was really yeah. cooking. 
it's I don't know, yeah. when, when did it come, when it dropped like last week right 20th yeah friday thursday night ah. i guess yeah i i mean some trusted resources have uh that i, I trust their opinions shout out to the great ronnie mm-hmm. field producer for the everman podcast um yeah you know mixed reviews so we'll see we'll see what uh we'll see what jj abram and the boys have for us did, did was did ronnie enjoy he, it he, yeah he said he enjoyed it. he said it was the best he said it was better than the last one mm-hmm. so you know he put it on par with revenge of the sith you know on that tier so that's good you know that's about what i expect it's just interesting you know like i said i i don't want to i don't want to take away from the christmas magic here but you know when i compare my attitude and hype and excitement october 2015 to uh now what Disney has done is they've basically beaten the fan out of me. Mm-hmm. One, one death, one on-screen death and silly choice at a time. Yeah. Which is a skill. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat the beat me out of like liking something. Mm. We're both creatures of habits, and I know that's that's a difficult situation. Yeah. So you know, we'll see. We shall see, and uh, you know. As we wind down here, we've had a, we've had a great December. We've had a great year. This is the uh, this is the last podcast you'll hear in 2019 from the Everman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next time we speak to you, we will be coming to you from the future. It will be 2020. 2020. I guess it'll be the. Well, now here's an interesting thought. The next time they hear us, we'll have recorded it in 2019. Yeah, they'll be listening to it in 2020. They'll be listening to the past in, in the future. The future. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's tough right there, Brother Jay. Yeah, so strap in for that. Good luck with uh, good luck with making sense of that sentence right there. You know right what there. I want to know? What, what era was the Jetsons cartoon? When was it in? made? Or when was well, it supposed to be? Like, well, what, what, what year? Well, you know, they got oh, made yeah. the... Was it like, or was it supposed to be like 20, 2020 in the cartoons where they're running around with? I think it was the in the two thousands for sure. Definitely in the two thousands. Well, we don't have flying cars yet, but we, we don't need flying cars. That's a big, you know. You see the way people drive, dude. You want to put them up in the air on top of things. Mm, that's true. You and then, and 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 like that. again, not to be too practical, but think about the insurance liability. Do you understand how much it would cost to insure? you from falling onto anything anywhere right like you know you don't have like you're not insured like you you, they're not factoring in you driving through a a mall when you buy an auto insurance but like you could fall into a mall if you were driving a flying car it's true be an expensive ass policy dude (laughs) yes it would but the benefits, though, especially if you were in traffic, you can just zip I'm, off I'll be honest with you. I'm holding out for tube travel. Put mm-hmm. me in a fucking vacuum tube and launch me. I'm, I'll do that, dude. But what about the... Well, I'm pretty sure if you're going to be in a tube, it's a controlled environment. They can right. slow you down. Yeah. You, what about you, like, just... Maglev or something. something at, like, yeah. They yeah. can do it with cash. They can do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you are cash money. You know That's right. Saying? Yeah, you just apply that rule to everything in life, folks. Yeah, so, um, tube this, me. <laughs> just tube me. Just come on and give me a good old tubing. Um, like I said, 
This has been a great, a great first Christmas season here on the Everyman Podcast. We've had some awesome guests uh, the last couple weeks. We've had uh, some, some good, good times and good laughs. And uh, we, we honestly, we're, we're thankful for for getting an opportunity to, to chat with you guys every week. And Indeed. we love, uh, we love seeing you guys uh, enjoy the podcast and sharing it with your friends. And we really, uh, f- from the bottom of my heart, uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, be safe. Be jolly, be jolly. Drink and eat. Be happy. And uh, even if you're if you're not giving gifts or you're you're in a hard way or anything like that, just uh, just sh- share your love, share your light. That's what the uh, that's what the everyman's all about is is sharing that light. And this is a perfect time of year to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Reach out to people you don't normally reach out to. Just say hey, Merry Christmas. Shoot a text. You know, call that aunt you haven't talked to in a while. Tell tell her what's up. And uh, you know, have a great day. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas. Start that canoe, cosmic canoe revolution. That's right. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here with uh, my my favorite Christmas song of all time is "Oh Holy Night." I love. There's um, so many different versions of the song that I love. This is a new uh, one that I just came across. It's by Becoming the Archetype, and it is uh, a heavy one. So enjoy it. And again, Merry Christmas. We love you. <laughs>